eight Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander scholars have recently returned from a two-week trip exploring some of the world's top universities as part of the Aurora Foundation's inaugural United States study tour. And joining me to discuss this tour, its significance and opportunities for First Nations scholars is Aurora Education Foundation CEO Leela Smith. Leela Smith, welcome to NITV Radio. Thank you. It's great to be here again. Now, recently I spoke to one of the students who was part of the inaugural tour, Mitchell Strange. He's very excited about the tour and uh, the outcome for his academic journey and the opportunities um, that these tours uh, offer. Now, your foundation works with academic institutions uh, institutions overseas. Why have you chosen uh, the United States this time for this uh, education tour? So Mitchell has just returned from a trip to the US where he visited um, with, uh, with around eight Indigenous students that he went with to uh, New York University, Columbia University, MIT and Harvard. This is the first time that we have done uh, a trip with Indigenous students to look at postgraduate studies at these universities in the United States only. In the past, we used to do a five-week trip where we went to the US and the UK as well. Um, That's a lot of time away. It's a lot of time away from home, from caring responsibilities, from work, and from uni if you're studying as well. So that means that it's not accessible to everyone. Um, It also means that you can't spend a lot of time there. It's a flying trip in five weeks in multiple countries. It's very intense. Um, And I can say that as somebody who did do that about 10 years ago, I went on the study tour when it was a five-week tour of two countries. We decided to split it and do the US only. And the reason why we did that was because over COVID, we had a lot of time to work with students to really think about what do you want? Why Are you sure it's the US? Where in the US? Why do you want to study? And that it meant we could say these, these eight students, they are very certain that the US is for them. The other reason why I think the US is really interesting, we want to do something really special where we don't just look at the Western Ivy Leagues in the US elite US universities in a Western sense, but we want to start looking at the Indigenous Ivy Leagues as well. So this was a bit of a tester for us. We want to now grow the study tour in the United States to not just include the Harvards and the NYUs, but universities that have the best Indigenous programming in the United States so students can see both worlds. So this was a bit of an entree into that. Now, talking to Mitchell, we explored some of the programs available. Besides just providing excellent academic programs, uh, cultural safety is also an area that's fundamental. Absolutely. Can you imagine, you know, we talk about First Nations networks with Australia and communities outside Australia. But what if we were to do that at the student level? across all disciplines, all areas of study, and we start having pathways across universities that have excellent Indigenous teaching, excellent Indigenous curriculum and learning and connecting with other First Nations students, and then having careers that that kind of build on those networks, whether they be businesses or research or government links. I just think, you know, starting earlier uh, within education is, is really exciting to start those international pathways. Yeah, again, uh, about uh, the only uh, alumni I've spoken to, Mitchell, he's very passionate about engineering and technology. We spoke about research and some cutting-edge communication um, uh, 
uh, technologies. His interest is obviously in hard science. Uh, Aurora Foundation study tours open to other areas of academia other than STEM. This is what I love about the study tour. Every single <coughs> discipline, every area is on the table. Um, we are about hearing from the students about what they want to do and then backing them. And we work with them very closely and we spend a lot of time when we are travelling with them um, to sit down and say with them, what is it that you really want to do? How can we get you there? And let's have a conversation about that. Let's connect you with an alumni, uh, you know, another Indigenous student that's been there. Let's connect you with a current student. Let's connect you with an academic person from the university. And um, wherever the students want to go in whatever discipline, we'll be there. So the tours lead to studies in all disciplines. I also gather that applications are now open for the next batch of scholars. What's the process they should be uh, following now? It's open right now. You're right. This is the first time that applications have been opened to, um, in, to, to, to an outside audience in around three years since COVID. If, you, if anyone is listening and you have been thinking about doing postgraduate study, that might be a master's, that might be a PhD. Maybe um, you've been out of university for a while and you're in the workforce and you're thinking about what's next. This tour will take you to these university campuses where you can meet people doing things that you might want to do. Not only that, it will set you up for, um, for success in your application. Out of the 210 students who have been on this study tour since it started, those who have applied to go, 92% are successful. Wow. So we run, it is an incredibly high success rate. And those who do go on to study, 100% complete. So this is about showing students that if you want this, we will show you how to get there. If you go overseas and you look at these universities and you say, this is amazing, but you know what? It's not for me or it's not the right time. That is also um, one of our objectives. It's to say you need to know it's not for you. You need to know it's always an option for you if you want it. And you come away with a network. Um, you're part of the Aurora Alumni Network and you're part of a network of people who have an international experience uh, and know that that is a career pathway that's always open to you. So that's that's the other side of the coin. Don't wonder. Don't spend your life wondering if this opportunity is for you. Go and experience it and meet people who are doing it and know for sure. Yeah, You've recently merged with other Roberta Sykes and uh, have got powerful partnerships with other organizations, including the Charlie Parkins Trust and so on. And you've had some really, really successful scholars come out of your program. Can you share with us uh, some successful stories? Uh, of course, besides yourself, because you're one of the alumni. <laughs> alumni the of this is, program are, are doing very every well. Every single but, student yeah. is, an, is an exceptional example. There are students who have gone on the study tour. They're there because they think, I think maybe I might be interested in this, but I'm not sure if I can do it. When they go over there and they experience those courses, we had um, uh, students who went over to the UK last year. I can use some recent ex examples. And sometimes there are so many messages that tell us that as Aboriginal people we don't belong in elite institutions but then when students go there and they they meet people and they say you're the right fit for us they are so excited and they say this is what I needed to hear I needed to feel that I belonged I needed to hear them to say you would be an asset to our course 
and they apply and are successful. And we are looking at those applications right now. We have uh, Roberta Sykes scholarship interviews this week for the next batch of those students who went to the UK. There are a number of them who are now applying. So they have put in an application to study at the end of this year. This is how quickly things can turn around in a year from going to a university to being applying to study to go over there there are so many amazing stories of different people I could point to there is there's um young people there's older people there's um people who've gone straight from university like Beck Butel and Ian Ethan Taylor who are over in Oxford right now studying Indigenous scholars there are students who've who've gone and had a career and they've worked for a while and they said actually I want to go and do a master's or I want to do a PhD, and then they've gone and applied. People like Malcolm Connolly, who's just returned from Cambridge, Nina Cass, who had um, who had a, a newborn baby in her Charlie Perkins um, interview. She she'd had the baby a, a week or two beforehand, and um, held the baby in her arms while she did her Charlie Perkins interview, and is now in the final year of her PhD at Cambridge. There's mothers, there's fathers, there's people who um, um, who've had kids very young. There is an example for everyone out there. Go and have a look at our website at our alumni on the alumni page and you will find somebody who is like you. And that's what I love about it. There is the success stories are as varied as the interests that we have as Indigenous people. Now, applications are now open, as we said. What are the deadlines so people have the opportunity to put their um, applications together and uh, don't miss out? applications for the Aurora study tool close on the 1st of May. In saying that, if you are interested in applying, please go to the Aurora website, contact the team and tell them that you are keen. We will work with everyone who is interested to help get applications together. Um, There's a lot of different parts to an application. There's references that you need. There's uh, personal statements that you need to write. There's uh, confirmations of Aboriginality to 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 um, to, to dig out, <laughs> often in the shoebox in the back of a wardrobe somewhere. Yeah. Um, there's a there is some administrative work. It is not something that you can do the day before. It takes time and thought. And if I can give one tip to to people who are thinking about applying, it is explain where you want to get to clearly, and that is okay if plans change. Where you want to be and how studying overseas will help you get there and why this course, why this trip will help you decide the right course for you. That sounds easy, but that requires a bit of thought to go, what is it that I want to go overseas for? What am I, where are my plans? How will that fit with that? And that takes some thought and also get the most critical person that you know in your life to proofread it. Yeah, I'd have to say that uh, all applications can be tricky, time-consuming, and there are many bumps along the way. So uh, we'll start to put this conversation out there as soon as possible so people don't miss out. And talk to us. There are people who've had those experiences before, and we, we might have some tips to help people work through it as well. Leela Smith, CEO of Aurora Education Foundation, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. It was lovely. Thanks for your time. Thanks for the conversation.